Greetings and welcome to Pops Collection, where we dissect and reflect on a movie or TV show from a Pops Collection. I'm Ron Tweedy. Joining me is Pops, and today we're going to do another list show. We're going to talk about our uh, top five favorite trilogies of uh, movies. So, um, yeah, welcome. Welcome, everybody. So glad you're with us. The ever-popular list show. Yeah. The highly, sometimes controversial list show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one great thing that uh, I like about this, and when you suggested it, yeah. I thought, oh, this is, there's not really a whole lot to choose from. But uh, the more I thought about it, the more trilogies I came up with. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is going to be, I think, a show that uh, our listeners are probably going to say, what how come this isn't on your list or you chose that over this and uh hopefully i'll be able to uh express my feelings in a way that maybe if some of these trilogies you haven't seen Mm -hmm. that maybe you'll watch you know right and and I, i will say that you know um there might be more movies in a particular series, but we're, we're selecting three movies out of them, uh, you know, so the, the, the term trilogy, you know, and, and I even thought about like loosely related trilogies, for instance, uh, I didn't make the list, but it was a, an honorable mention for me is the Paul Verhoeven sci-fi trilogy, which is RoboCop, Total Recall, and, and Starship Troopers, you know, it's all directed by Paul Verhoeven, it's all you know, futuristic, crazy, violent, crazy, you know, stuff. Yes, uh, highly violent. Yeah, so uh, so you we could, might add. You could, you know, make a, a uh, make the argument that, that is, I would consider that a, an unofficial trilogy, but you probably, you, it would, they all thematically are very similar. Well, you could call that a director trilogy. Yeah. Um, as for me, I, I thought about that, but there are some series that had more than three that I nixed off the list, uh, not considering them trilogies because there was more than three. So uh, obviously you were a little bit more loose with your interpretation of that. Well, I I was actually going to even be more looser, uh, more loose uh, by uh, doing – every other Roger Moore Bond film what is going to be on my list but um, again that was an honorable mansion but um, I do think that uh, that that as it of itself but that, that ends up being four movies because he had a total of seven so that doesn't work out too well no 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 it doesn't uh, and there again too that would, could be another controversial thing uh, assuming you choose Moonraker and somebody uh, thought you know, that there was another movie that should have been there in place of Moonraker. Yeah, well, every other Roger Moore film, you have Live and Let Die, you have The Spy Who Loved Me, For Your Eyes Only, and View to a Kill. Yes. So, I mean, that one is, you know, it's... uh, Right, which all of those movies, I would say, were definitely worthy, but, again, not a trilogy, so... All right. Based on my interpretation, yeah, uh, not the same, but 
you said that you did strike some loose ones. So yeah, yeah, I, 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 I took some creative license. And I think, uh, you know, if we look at some of your choices, again, it might be also a similar situation. I'll, I'll make the I'll make the argument uh, if it comes up. So all right. So I would like to hear that argument. All right. So <laughs> let me go ahead and share the deck. So you should be able to see it now. So we got that. All, All right. right. So we got that. And I'm going to pull up the presenter part. And let's go from there. All right. So. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, number five. Is it on your, your list? You're going first or am I going? First? You're going to go first this time because last time I went first. So we got the, uh, the okay. Dark Man trilogy from, from you. Yes. And uh, I don't. No, if you know this, but uh, this uh, the first Dark Man uh, actually Sam Raimi okay. was the director and also the writer uh, of the character, uh, him and his brother, based okay. on the fact that um, it was and actually it was his very first Hollywood movie. Okay, uh, he wanted to do the Shadow. Okay. Or Batman. Gotcha. But he couldn't get the rights to them. Right. So um, if you look at the cover of the first Dark Man, yeah. uh, you'll notice that uh, it kind of has a noir type of uh, feel to it. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to do like an homage to the uh, 30s horror type films. Okay. Yeah. So uh, if you had seen, or if you have you ever seen Dark Man? I have not. Okay. Well, I just have to say that uh, from my youth, some of the horror movies back then, the recent color ones, uh, based on the style of the special effects and everything, yeah, it is so right there. Okay. Uh, he wanted to do that. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the character. No. But Nothing. he was a, a scientist who... Uh, some uh the bad guys uh found him he was in the wrong place at the wrong time okay he got uh, disfigured burnt and he uh developed uh he because he was a scientist he tried to develop uh something that would uh take away the burns and give him you know yeah. his facial features back didn't work he wound up uh it gave him superhuman abilities, mm -hmm. uh, but the drawback was that it uh, made him partially psychotic and insane. So okay, okay, that's how we get this figure, and he decided to uh, go for the bad guys with it. Okay, um, the first one actually came out in the movies; uh, the other two were direct to DVD. Okay, uh, so but. Yes, that's my number five. Cool. Yeah, and I can definitely respect that, particularly from someone like, you know, Raimi. You know, if uh, if you can't get the rights to a certain character, just kind of do your own thing. I, I respect that, definitely. Right, and he did such a great job of it that uh, Marvel yeah. uh, made uh, numerous comics of it. So. Okay, okay, cool. So you're number five. All right. Yep. So me, probably not a big surprise to most folks, is the uh, the Thor trilogy. Um, 
again, I, I, I am well aware that there is a fourth Thor movie on the way, but I, I'm going to make the case that the first three films are their own thing and the fourth one is going to be something different. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, I know this isn't uh, from a, a popularity standpoint, the uh, the first two Thor movies are not well regarded. Um, I think the first one actually is a lot better than a lot of people say it is, and the second one, while it is a little troubled, um, you know, I've got my own thought about it. You know, we kind of we handled them piecemeal for each of the episodes that we did for those individual movies, but uh, I think that. Uh, part of it has to do with the fact that some of the plot points in the first movie should have been actually in the second movie. Um, you know, the the casket of Eternal Winters was definitely a plot device that was used by Malekith the Accursed in at least the Walt Simonson run of, of Thor. And I think that's the reason why, uh, you know, switching that out for the the ether uh, probably wasn't the best move, but they had to do something to move the Infinity Saga plot along. So I think that's the reason why Thor The Dark World suffers as much as it does. But with as uh, troubled as the second film is, the third film, more than makes up for it with the uh, um, just the craziness of everything that's Ragnarok, which is uh, a perfect mix of the sci-fi Walt Simonson and then the, the Jack Kirby aesthetic of, uh, of Thor. So um, that's what I think it makes it so good. So, Well, I... I can appreciate that. Uh, I I have to say that I don't know if there is a trilogy that we can that we're going to do mm-hmm. that one of the trilogy suffers a little bit of story content or something. Um, yeah. I tried my best to alleviate that some of my honorable mentions Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact the storylines there are some that oh well you know this particular one wasn't as good as the other two or you know and so I tried to reflect and get the best that I could but Yeah. yeah I missed out on a lot Thor is definitely a good choice for a number five yeah. I think we could have done a top ten, but it would be it would be a long episode if we did. So. Yeah, and we also I think would run the risk of uh, having some overlap, which you know, thankfully we don't have any, so we're we're good there. Really, I find that surprising. Yeah, well, I thought we would have some overlap, yeah. I, especially with my number two. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, that's great. Good. Yep. Okay. Cool. All right, number four then. Yep, number four for you is the uh, another Raimi joint, uh, all yes. the Spider-Man. Yes, I was gonna. I thought about doing an all Raimi, Raimi, yeah. Raimi, <laughs> Raimi trilogy, but yeah. um, not to be. And this one, uh, like yours, I think the uh, Spider-Man three uh, suffers in this one yeah this is my least um uh most enjoyable one out of all of them right uh again but i know that could have been because of the fact that i uh saw it on imax and with all that action it was hard to see everything but um i definitely 
enjoyed this. This came at the right time. Yeah. Uh, after Spider-Man One was for me, this is special because that's when I got your brothers into reading comics. Right. So you, I, we had already done that with Ninja Turtles, but right, uh, right. that was their first shot at um, comics. So okay. special to my heart because yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree that the, uh, the first two films are really strong. Uh, yeah. Entries in the, uh, the thing. And, and, you know, it only serves to, you know, make the uh, Tom Holland trilogy all the more rich having, uh, having these. So. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Good deal. All right. Number four for you. All right. So uh, this is one of the creative license uh, trilogies. This is uh, for Star Trek, specifically the Spock trilogy, I'm calling it. So you start with the Wrath of Khan and you watch uh, three and four together. It, it's, it's all one large narrative. You know, you start off with the death of Spock at the end of the second one. The third one you have is, you know, weird reborn into the genesis planet and then four is him coming back acclimated and you know getting that so to me it, it, it tells one big narrative and uh you know again you know having two of them are definitely the the star trek two and star trek four the stronger ones of the of yes. the trilogy uh both also directed by leonard nimoy that yes. also kind of connects them together as well so that's you know th that's my pick for number four well, that's a great pick. Uh, I do have to say that I think that Star Trek Three suffered uh, because I feel like it was a telling of a story that you didn't really get to the end. Okay. Uh, you know, that uh, when you got the voyage home, that was, you know, the completion of the story. Okay. Uh, and I think that it left a lot of people... Uh, it was too open-ended at the end. Um, I love all of the Star Trek movies. Yeah. They're all very good, but yeah. uh, I do have to say two, three, and four, like you say, they all are part of one continuous story. Yeah, and, and um, I, I think the other thing about the third one being a little controversial is that, you know, it kind of cheapens Spock's death at the end of two. And then it kind of goes through some weird uh, plot devices in order to bring him back. So I think that's the other part of it that makes it a little less uh, um, satisfying. But, you know, like I said, if you take it as a whole for all four, uh, you know, two, three, and four, um, it's it's more palatable. Because that's how I saw it. I didn't I didn't watch the, the second one in the films and then wait a couple of years in order to see the second one and then wait a couple of years to get the fourth one. I got, I got it all in one shot, so... Right, which is the best way to do it. Yeah. And which is why I like to buy the TV series and watch them on DVD because you can watch it over a, a shorter period of time and the stories are fresh in your mind, yeah. you know? Right. But yes, uh, definitely a very good choice. Okay. Thank All you. right. All right, so let's move on to your uh, number three pick, which is the Blade Trilogy. Yes. Uh, and I'm pleased that we are at least talking a little bit about this. I did want to do mm -hmm. uh, some Blade shows, okay. which we haven't been able to do, yeah. uh, to discuss them more in depth. And I also would have liked to have done, done Darkman at one time. So uh, right. 
maybe it's a possibility we could still do that later but uh yeah uh wesley snipes is a great blade yeah i have to say all the stories were written by um uh david goyer okay yep yep and he actually directed the third one wow uh, we had del toro in the second one and uh -huh. i think it was norrington in the in the first if yeah. i'm not mistaken okay um but this is another one where they have enough in each of the stories to be able to link them together yeah like the star trek the trilogy that you chose yeah uh that's what i tried to use as my reference yeah that it's more of a continuing story i tried hard to do that it's some of them not so easy to do that but right, uh, right. i think that these stories each of them you could take them individually but you could also take them as a whole okay and i mean you can't go wrong when you get triple h as a vampire you know okay you say so well and, and you know chris christopherson right right a lot of good people in there so sure uh we'll have to do that marvel yeah you should it like it it is all right cool all right you're number three well uh i'm glad you brought up david Esquire because uh that's directly related to my number three which is the uh the dark knight trilogy <laughs> well i think that's wonderful because uh that's all my honorable mention okay yeah yeah so again uh you know it, it was one of the things where i i wasn't completely sold on this these films until uh, a little bit later you know kind of reviewing them uh later on uh, i ended up liking them a lot more than i thought i did uh originally so i think they've aged um very well and uh you know storytelling is great the acting is great um you know the the third one probably the weakest out of of three um but again you get uh, a nice coherent story and kind of things that were set up in the first film get concluded in the third film which i i really appreciate yes oh yeah definitely um i found that the story uh flowed very good and uh christopher nolan did a good director's job on this you know agreed um i'm curious to see uh for me trilogy uh, it's something that i could watch all three again and again and again okay you know so uh this definitely falls in that category okay so you did good all right very good all right, so now we're down to number two. That's right, and uh, you picked one that's very popular, uh, Captain America, which again is not going to be considered. I, I don't, you know, if you could consider it a trilogy after the new uh, Falcon or what Sam Wilson uh, comes out, because that that's a movie in the works for that. So, anyway, at uh, the moment, it right. is a trilogy, right? And uh, I felt like the stories flowed from movie to movie mm -hmm. i had uh joe johnson in the first one my favorite right uh who did a wonderful job of that uh then you had the russo brothers for the other two and we know how 
yeah action packed their stuff is yep um but uh chris evans did a great job and i love if you look at the covers yeah all three are different captain america costumes well yeah i mean they they all are from different eras of you know obviously the the first one taking place way before the the second two um right but the second two are pretty close they are uh and, and again i'll i'll you know bring up the old chestnut of mine that you know civil war is not a captain america movie but you know that's uh that, that that's, yeah. that's the reason why i didn't make my list because i look I at the cover it says captain america civil war and there are two people on the cover not just captain i don't america. know who that other guy is okay all right fair enough <laughs> He's an afterthought. <laughs> or he could be the villain in this. But I'm bump. Yeah. But yeah, um, I somehow thought when I was choosing this that it would make your list, but yeah. Evidently not. No, Winter Soldier is one of my favorite movies of all time. But again, because I can't, you know, Civil War to me is so disjointed. And again, First Avenger, which I do love, you know, it's takes place 70 years before you know the events of the second film so right to, and we have to stay well at the end of it he's in present time yeah um i do have to say that you're right about the third one uh and even though it was yeah. a great film uh least of my favorites as far as captain america goes right all right, so if that's my number two, then what is your number two? Uh, I, again, uh, there there are you could consider them being four films, but th these are the three that I care about, and that's the uh, the first class, you know, timeline for X Men, where right, we get the Dark Phoenix, not in the yeah, it doesn't count. Uh, and nope. uh, you know, the great thing about this one is that they made them period pieces, which I thought was brilliant. You know, you have. First class taking place in the 60s, Days of Future Past in the 70s, and the um, apocalypse in the 80s. Yeah, so to me, that actually is perfect because, you know, the source material that they're borrowing from is really from that time period. And so they're able to uh, be more faithful to uh, the, the, uh, the, the story that way and just the way they, they – they did such a brilliant job, particularly with Future Past, with the time travel part of incorporating the younger versions of Eric and Charles and the older versions in that, that second film. It was perfect the way they they handled that. So uh, that's that's why it's a it's a really enjoyable watch for me. Oh yeah. All three of them are very much enjoyable for real. So that's a good choice. Uh, one that I thought of. Um, so did you happen to uh, take any pictures of your honorable mentions or no? No, no, I didn't. So. Okay. So before we get to number one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell you that I had already told you Batman Begins. Right. Uh, the Batman trilogy was my honorable mention. Okay. Uh, my other one was the first thing that really, I think, set it off uh, the MCU, and that would be the Iron Man trilogy. Yeah. With the third one being the most uh, 
the least of those. Yeah. Um, so uh, that would be my other honorable mention. Okay. And how about you? Did you have more than one? Yeah. So I talked about the loose related Paul Verhoeven sci-fi trilogy. Right. Um, there's also um, the, the other one that I thought of as, you know, not we haven't really talked about this at all. And I don't think it's in your collection, but the uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy is another one that I would include. Um, you know, from a storytelling that 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 one is definitely the um, one of my favorites. Uh, so that that would be the other one that I would think of. So, okay, is and do you class that as a comic book or no? Okay, no, it's a just book. a trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay, that's a good trilogy. Yeah. No question about that. Yeah. So that would like be it for that. me. And the Hobbit trilogy wasn't really a trilogy. I, I don't consider that one. And you know, they took so much license with the with the source material in that one. It's not it's entertaining, but to me it's not compelling at all. No, it's well, it's a spectacular uh epic type of movie, the way they tried to do it. Uh, make it so grandiose but they like you said they kind of got off the story edge there yeah uh, way more than once so yeah uh okay good good all right all right so then now You're... we're down to the drum roll okay want... uh, right. let me go back and share number well, one good, for you i'll have some coffee is uh the uh star wars trilogy the best of all trilogies ever okay which i'm stating if anybody wants to uh you know make a difference they can say so but yeah. that story in itself i think kind of set the whole tone for how a trilogy should be done okay um every story connects to the next story connects to the next story mm -hmm. uh, to the point there where if you had the time you could watch them all together and be totally satisfied you know okay yeah fair enough don't disagree okay good so we both had a space trilogy it, yes we did yep very good all right so we get to your number one. Yep, and again, this is uh, one that's not a conventional trilogy that you would think, but I'm going to go for it. Uh, Daredevil seasons one through three. I have to say that uh, I like that, but I chose not to do yeah. TV series like that. So yep, you uh, definitely... Uh, went there yeah and i with this one i don't know uh if it is probably my favorite of all of the superhero tv series uh even as violent as it is uh but it really uh you know portrayed daredevil old costume new costume yeah you know it it was great no yeah. question about it yeah uh 
if I would have had a third season of Punisher, I might have thought about that. But yeah, nah, this you're right. I love it. Yep. A great choice, an excellent choice. Yep. And uh, if you see in the middle, yeah, his uh, outfit is just really. I so hope that Disney Plus does something with this, really. Yeah. Because I'd love the story to continue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it will in, in some, you know, uh, fashion. We talked about that a, a little bit, theorizing um, with the uh, No Way Home uh, talk that we did a few weeks back. So I, I, I do think that they're going to be utilizing uh, Charlie, Charlie Cox a, a lot more um, my, my my thought is that the next likely thing will be is uh, She-Hulk. So, well, is there something in the work for She-Hulk? Yeah, yeah, it's a Disney Plus series that's coming out uh, this year. So, well, I think that'll be interesting. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to say this right now and put that this out there, uh, Disney Plus, please put your series on DVD so I can own them in my collection and I don't have to buy pirated versions, please. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I kind of hate doing that because uh, usually if you get a pirated version, yeah. you don't get any of the extras. Right. Uh, although sometimes there are no extras, but still. Yeah. I think that the quality uh, when it's done by the uh, producers, that sure. it's a better quality. Right. So I would love to have uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'd love to have Loki. I'd love to have them all. Yep. So please. Yep. <laughs> uh, I have Mandalorian, but I don't know. I don't think they were put out by Disney. You right. Know? Right. So anyways. Okay. All right. Wow. So uh, I guess there are so many uh, trilogies uh, and as our listeners, you may have some different choices. We'd love to hear your top five. You sure. could uh, send us an email or, yep. you know, pop it on our uh, Facebook page or wherever else we, you can get or you get us um yep. we'd love to hear from you okay very definitely good. awesome all right well let's uh, let's wrap it up there thank you for tuning in for another episode of pops collection and uh as as pops just mentioned uh feel free to drop us a comment on our platforms and we'll see you next week goodbye and god bless goodbye god bless tell your friends <laughs>